Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, hello, welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Wednesday. Normally, our dear friend Donnie Meacham joins us on a Wednesday, but he's traveling this week, so it's just us naughties. But don't worry, A Donnie will be back and he will be listening, so everybody be on your best behavior. He judges us all. And two, we have so much gossip to squeeze into the next 20 minutes or so. I'm not worried at all. Hey, what? What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Did you sing along? You know I love your help, especially on days when it's just us. So a big story at the top of the show. Harry and Meghan's popularity has hit rock bottom, and the Brits have a few choice words for the couple. So the popularity of the Duke and the Duchess of Sussex is at an all-time low, according to two new polls, which is rather unfortunate timing because they are returning to the UK this weekend for the Platinum Jubilee celebrations. So one survey by JL Partners found that just 27% of British adults had a positive opinion about the Duke even fewer, just 22% 
had a positive feeling about Meghan. Another poll by YouGov found the couple's popularity to be even worse, with almost two-thirds of the British public having a negative view about the couple. These polls came out as the couple are preparing to fly back from their $11 million home in California. It's very nice. With their children, Archie and Lilibet, they're flying back to Britain for the four-day celebration for the Queen's 70th anniversary on the throne. For the Duchess, this will be the first time that she's seen the family, including William and Kate and the Queen, since the explosive Oprah Winfrey interview where they accused the family of racism and the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan, claimed that the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate, made her cry. Remember that? That interview was a bombshell. It's easy to forget that interview, but it really changed everything everything, the whole family dynamic changed after that, because before then, like every family, they had their problems. You have your problems with your family. I certainly have my problems with my family, Sister Betty, if you're listening, hello, 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 but I don't go on national television and talk about them. I don't sit down with Oprah and do these interviews. The royal family do not do interviews like this, and when Meghan and Harry decided to tell Oprah everything, including accusations about being a racist, oh, that is something that's very hard to come back from. So the Duke of Sussex holds a net score of minus 26 amongst the British public, and as compared to minus 25 from the previous survey in March, Meghan's favourability has also dropped from minus 39 to minus 42. Only 23% of the British public hold a positive outlook for Meghan Markle. Now, JL Partners also asked people, people they were, they were talking to in their poll, to sum up how they felt about Meghan and Harry in just a few words. The most popular description for the Duke were, ouch, idiots, ooh, stupid, spoilt, and ginger. Now, the words that were the most popular for the Duchess were American, actress and manipulative. Ooh, the only person in the royal family who is more unpopular, according to the polls, is the Duke of York. Ooh. Hey, let's do some nice news here too. That's our podcast. We're naughty, but we are nice. The Queen has a 75% approval. That's pretty amazing, isn't it, for the 96-year-old monarch? And the words that popped into people's minds when they were describing Queen Elizabeth, these were the words. They were amazing, wonderful, lovely, and regal. Number two on the list was the Duke of Cambridge, 74% like him. And then the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton, 73% like her. Now, the sort of words they used to describe Prince Charles, who's going to be the king next, were king, that's a good word, nice, he is nice, and boring. Ooh. What do you think about all these polls? It's all it's all up on NaughtyGossip.com if you want to go and see the numbers. Read those words. Now, the one little bit of good news here is amongst the younger generation, younger people, they disliked Harry and Meghan slightly less. 
but still uh, the numbers are not good and then get this guess who's guess who's popped up in britain out of the bloom guess who's turned up in britain kim kardashian and pete davidson the two were spotted in london on monday walking uh, to the river cafe it's a fancy restaurant she was all in black leggings cropped jacket he was in a bright t-shirt and a hoodie they looked very very much in love but why are they there Oh, have they got something to do with the Jubilee? You know Kim can't help herself. You know it. Whenever there's a world event, look closely and you will see Kim Kardashian popping up. Which brings us to our poll question of the day. The Sussex's popularity has hit rock bottom. And also the Brits have some very harsh words for them. Would you return to the Jubilee if you were them? So knowing this, they know it. They know that they're not liked in Britain. They know that Brits think awful things about them. Would you return? Could you suck it up? I mean, it's hard to walk into a room, a family gathering, knowing people don't like you. But I can't imagine walking into a nation where you know People are not fond of you. Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Romba. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. You can leave a comment there and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, moving along, Bobby Brown is talking out about being blamed for Whitney Houston's, his ex-wife's, addictive behaviour, her drug addiction. So facing years of addiction and deep sadness, Bobby Brown has finally found some peace and he's now ready to share his story. He's reflecting on his decade-long career, romances with many celebrities, good behaviour, bad behaviour, in a new tell-all documentary on A&E called Biography of Bobby Brown. In the television sit-down, the 53-year-old, he's 53 now, reflects on his turbulent childhood in Boston, his rise to stardom, his grippling battle with addiction, and his ill-fated marriage to America's sweetheart. She really was... Whitney Houston. He told Fox News Digital that his sobriety has compelled him to address his painful past. So now that he's sober, he can talk about the past. He said he's been approached several times by different networks, but he just didn't really work out. He needed time to heal first. He lost two of his children. So when A&E approached him, they shared that they wanted to talk about the real life of Bobby Brown. And he thought, you know what? That might be great therapy. And he went on to say it was therapeutic. And that's why he has done it now. Bobby Brown quit hard drugs while he was incarcerated in 2000. But he continued to struggle with his alcohol addiction throughout the years. He said, quote, I work on my sobriety every day. It's a day-to-day thing. As long as I work hard Every day on it, I continue to get great results. I have a loving family and a loving wife, and I just want to be better for them. And that and therapy, along with love, have saved me. In the 90s, he branched out and became a really super successful solo artist. He had that bad boy image, didn't he? And he had flings with Madonna and Janet Jackson. He was always in the headlines. But then he met Whitney Houston, who at the time was a squeaky, squeaky clean pop princess. They got together and the tabloid said it was doomed from the beginning. They tied the knot in 1992. But behind Behind closed doors, both stars, not one, both stars, faced their individual battles with the 
addiction. So he said that this was such a difficult, difficult time. And he said that he just wishes, he wishes that he had found a way to help Whitney embrace her sobriety. And he wonders if she would still be here today if he had been able to do this. It's an amazing documentary. Check it out on A&E. Hey, moving along, Kevin Spacey is now saying that he will appear in British courts. He will voluntarily appear, avoiding any extradition charges. So yesterday we talked about Kevin Spacey, who faces up to three, four counts in, in, in Britain, four counts of sexual assault. He provided a statement to Good Morning America outlining that he is confident that he can prove he's innocent. So if Spacey Casey does not volunteer to appear in the UK courts. There is a plan, a plan, a formal extradition to get him from the US to the UK. He's saying that no, that will not happen. He can only be formally charged of his arrest in England or Wales, so he has not been charged yet. The decision to charge Spacey in Britain was unveiled by the UK Crown Prosecution Service, which has spent over a year reviewing a file passed to them by the Metropolitan Police. The charges are the latest in a series of legal battles, both civil and criminal, that Spacey has been fighting since allegations of his sexual assault and misconduct were first exposed in 2017 by Star Trek Discovery star Anthony Rapp. He says that he will go back and he'll do this voluntary and he will prove that he is innocent. More trials going on. Sir Johnny Depp, who's waiting the verdict in the defamation case against Amber Heard. He's in England for the second time he was spotted performing in Britain. The Pirates of the Caribbean star was joined by his friend and collaborator Jeff Beck on guitar. They met at the Royal Albert Hall and then they also went to the Sheffield City Hall on Sunday night. According to Beck's website, Johnny Depp is referred to as a rock star, an unexpected co-conspirator. They work together, they write music together, they love each other. So all this is going on while the seven-person jury is deliberating, deliberating in Virginia. They're expected to come to a decision this week or next. What do you think? Is this a bad look for Johnny? Should he be in England being a rock star, playing music, performing on stage? Or should he be laying low? Two different opinions here. Some publicists, some managers would tell Johnny, just lay low, just disappear for for a couple of days. I don't think the jury is sequestered, so they know what's going on. They can read the newspapers, they can go online, they shouldn't, but they can. They're not sequestered. So anything he does, we've got to assume the jury knows. Is this going to help him or hurt him? That's the big question here. Over the next couple of days, weeks, his life is all about this verdict. And after the trial finished, he wants to put himself in the best possible light. He doesn't want to blow it just because he has to go and sing some songs on a stage in Britain, does he? So what do you think here? I think he would be better just disappearing until the judgment is delivered, although Johnny clearly disagrees and is in the UK singing pop songs. Maybe he's there with Kim Kardashian. Who knows? Hey, quickly, before we get a break, William and Kate are going to skip Lilibet's little birthday party this weekend. So as I said, Harry and Meghan are flying into the UK to celebrate Queen Elizabeth's Jubilee this, this weekend. 
And while they're there, they're going to finally be able to introduce their daughter, Lilibert, to the Queen, her namesake. So the Queen's nickname is Lilibert. That's how she got this delicious name. Apparently, the big party, the introduction, is going to take place at Frogmore Cottage over the weekend. But little Lilibert's uncle and aunt, Kate and William, are going to skip the event due to a prior commitment. So... Insiders are telling me there's no shade here. The Duke and the Duchess of Cambridge, William and Kate, were scheduled to be in Wales as part of the Queen's Jubilee celebrations. And they're said to be meeting with performers at a concert at Cardiff Castle. They can't cancel that. He is the Prince of Wales. So to cancel that to get a a two, three-year-old's little birthday party doesn't make any sense. Although, if he doesn't go, it's going to look terrible too. So Harry and Meghan have renewed the lease on Frogmore Cottage, which implies... They're planning to make more visits to the UK, so maybe they can see see little Lily. But then, but what do you think about this one? Should should William and Kate should they cancel this trip to Wales? This official trip? They're not going there on vacation. They're not going there to to go to the beach. No, no, no. They're not going there to see Catherine Zeta Jones. This is an official trip at Cardiff Castle. He's the Prince of Wales. They can't cancel that. It would be easier actually to move Lily Bert's birthday party than this trip, although some people are going to say that both Kate and William really, really didn't turn up here and that was a naughty thing and snubbed, snubbed them. But I don't think that's the case. They had a prior commitment. What do you think? Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. Hey, naughties, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Thank you very much. So fears of a Sussex bomber landing in London on the Platinum Jubilee could cause the Royals a headache. When we say a Sussex bomb, that's what they're calling Harry and Meghan within the palace. They think they're going to arrive like a bomb, just like, oh my goodness, they're here, they're unpredictable, we don't know what they're going to do. Is the palace right to be concerned? Let's have a look. Oh, 80% said yes. 80% think the Sussex bomb is going to arrive. They're not going to hide in the shadows. They're going to be there. They're going to be out. They're going to be loud. Ooh, over the next couple of days, we will see who is right. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, let's do our nicest of the day. Mm. Our nicest of the day, it's unusual. It's Kim Kardashian. I know, I know she's never our nicest, but today she is because she shared some sweet photographs from, quote, her best date ever. No, it's not with Pete. It's not with Kanye West. It's with her daughter, North West. So mommy and daughter went to a restaurant and snapped some photographs wearing matching outfits. Kim affectionately captioned one of the photographs, quote, best date ever. That's awfully sweet, isn't it? So these two often go out for dinner together. In fact, recently on her new Hulu series, she revealed that she found out that she passed the baby bar exam while she was at Red Lobster with North. So they don't always go to the fancy, fancy places, but mommy and daughter go out together. And the fact that she's told North, in the middle of all this dating drama, Kanye and Pete... 
but she's her favourite, that North is the best date ever. It warms my heart. I know. Make your kids feel like they are important. Really, really, really matters. Kim, you're our nicest of the day and now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Kelly Dodd, who's one of the Real Housewives, or a former Real Housewife, is implying that Harry Hamlin is gay. So, so to- let me explain what happened. Todd Christie, who's another reality star, allegedly had a gay affair that was revealed during his recent federal fraud trial. A lot going on there. So Todd Christie, he's not only in the middle of a federal fraud trial, but now, as part of that investigation, an alleged gay affair has come forward. So Page Six posted this, a story about Todd Chrisley, and guess who commented on it? Kelly Dodd, and she wrote the following quote. Harry Hamlin is next, implying that Harry is in the closet. Bizarre, isn't it? So now, after the speculation of his sexual orientation, Lisa Renner has got involved, responding with the following quote. Good morning to Kelly Dodd, and she posted a photograph of herself with a beard filtered on her face. The reality... The reality star is likely referring to the slang term beard, which is used to describe a person who is used to conceal someone's sexuality. I know Harry Hamlin. I worked for Lisa Renner for years. He is not gay. And the reason Kelly is saying it is to be mean. She's using gay as a slur. Not cool. Not funny. Kelly Dodd, you are awful and naughtiest of the day. Let's end with a moment of rub. You get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub. 15, 20 minutes, we're trying to make you laugh or giggle or even inform you with some celebrity gossip. But for a moment, we're a little bit more serious. So the best thing to do when you make a bad decision is to own it. Until you can admit out loud that you messed up, you won't change. But once you can, once you can admit that, you must move on. Don't dwell on the problem. Dwell on finding a solution because beating yourself up never ever helps and it doesn't change anything and it certainly doesn't put you in the best position to succeed. When you make a mistake and we all do, own up to it, and then move on. Hey, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Naughty Show. You're the best co-hosts, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, and leave us a review if you can. They do, do help. And remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Pip, pip. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. 
I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.